Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode on the Lunar Nation podcast. I'm joined today by my fellow co-hosts, Sagoon and Arrow. Today, we're going to be discussing a topic that probably affects or has affected many of us in some sort of way throughout the past one to two years, and that is the Great Resignation. The Great Resignation is a phenomenon that describes record numbers of people leaving their jobs after the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. Over 47 million people have quit their jobs alone in just 2021. That's more than any other year on record. Currently, as the resignation rates still remain high in early 22, we are left to ask ourselves, is this temporary spike due to the effects of the pandemic, or is this a greater shift in the way we do work? So let us dive deep and take a look at the cause and effects of what has led to the great resignation. All right, that's a great uh, analysis, Franz. I like what you're saying. So let me give a little background about the Great Resignation. So basically, the Great Resignation started from the pandemic. What it was is basically many workers um, continued to resign and switch jobs. And the pandemic was basically reportedly changed what matters to employees and what they want from their jobs. Um, That's basically leading to a disconnect between leaders or their managers and workers. Uh, Gen Z and younger millennials are basically the ones who are speaking up and what they prefer in the workplace and feel like something that needs to change. Um, This cubicle, like on-site kind of workplace is started from like the early after World War II and it's carried forward. But obviously we're in 2022, almost 80 years later, we need a change. And that change is... Uh, because of COVID. COVID caused many people to think differently, especially given the fact that they work from home. And the new generation is putting needed pressure on employers to make the workplace more empathetic. This is why we have the great resignation. Right, right. Yeah, I totally agree with Arrow. He made a really good point. I think that um, for sure the pandemic in 2020, when it first started, it really, I think, kicked off the great resignation so i wanted to talk more about the this professor his name was professor uh, klotz i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing his name correctly but he was basically one of the early predictors of the great resignation in the beginning of 2020 and he staged it out in four different stages and how it created this trickle down effect so the stage one was a backlog of resignation this was due to the start of the pandemic many people were scared to quit their jobs because of the uncertainty and they weren't able to find another source of income. So a lot of people were scared to leave their jobs. And then the stage two was the burnout. So this is the people that work the front lines, such as healthcare workers, restaurant workers, you know, grocery store workers, things of that, you know, nature, people in those sectors, those people were getting burned out. So as the pandemic started to slow down, uh, we went into stage three, which was a life pivot. And according to the professor, this was uh, people that before in this time, before the time, the 2020 time of the pandemic, people set up their lives around the work schedule. And then once the pandemic starts to slow down, people's mentality and mindsets change. And also, obviously, what Arrow had mentioned, you know, the newer generation, they wanted their work to be set up around their lives instead of their lives being set up the work schedule. And then also the fourth reason before 2020. The number of people working from home um, in the United States was around 15%, but within a several months into beginning of 2020, that went up to 50%. Now, 
I'm going to hand it off to Sagoon, but I just wanted to make this connection that we saw a lot of big disconnect between people working from home and frontline workers. So like I mentioned, you know, healthcare workers, people that worked at grocery stores or, you know, like fast food chains, restaurants, things of that nature, because people were looking at it this way. Hey, you know, there's people working from home, basically waking up whenever they want. I mean, not everyone waking up whenever they want, but they had more lenient times. They didn't have that commute time. They had the luxury of working from home, you know, taking a break whenever they want, wearing what they want. Whereas these people were working um, on the ground and they were also risking their lives for that paycheck. And so we started seeing a lot of people taking a pivot to find jobs that were able to work from home or remotely. Yeah, so as one of the facts that I came up with uh, when I when I was doing some research was uh, the major reason why people were leaving their jobs was the pay was like super low. They realized that due to the pandemic, it gave them a reflection that maybe they should move on to something else. Also, another reason is because of the like the opportunities of advancement. They realized that, you know what, maybe I could have another better offer. Or let's say if they wanted to work in like Michigan or something like that, and then they got like an offer in like, you know, California, they could probably get more money from there, but still work remotely. So the people are just looking at different options and they figured that, you know, it could be something better. And I also want to add, um, so due to, due to the 2020 pandemic itself, it was just like people, it, it opened up, I guess, a light in people and it just the the fact that uh, Franz was saying flexibility, like you could literally just you know wake up, <laughs> you know with your pajamas and you could still work, you know. So it's 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 just one of those things that um it happens and you would it would not be normal prior twenty twenty, like uh, for example, like if I told my boss like oh I want to come into the office and you know work from there, my boss right now would be like, oh, maybe, you know, you should work from home. But previous, previous to 2020 pandemic, my boss would have looked at me crazy. Like he would have said, he or she would have said like, no, you have to be in the office. And maybe one day on like Friday or something, you can work from home. So it was kind of like a taboo working from home in the first place. But now it's like, if you go into the office, it's like, it's seen as like, oh, wow, you're not really working from home. So the whole society and the culture has changed yeah it definitely does change i mean society changes every i mean if you look at like for example like for example the fashion from like the 1900s till now i mean even fashion changes so i you could imagine workplaces change there could be like certain situations for example what we happened right now is covid19 but you know, you you forgot to mention one really critical part. That's I think it's a great benefit of also working from home, is the fact that you don't have to drive, you don't have to wake up, you don't have to prep. All that is like a extra sleeping time or b um, whatever you have early in the morning. So you have you're saving a lot of time. But going to the great resignation, yes, I feel like many people prioritize. What was unprioritized, like we mentioned earlier, about higher pay, family time. Um, mental health. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mental health is huge. It's that that is that is like that's one of the biggest things I'm seeing in 2020, like the coverage for mental health. And like 
for I'm not sure if Fonzie mentioned it, but just in 2022, like you mentioned, 47 million. Or I'm sorry, that's 2021. And 20, yeah, 2021, 47 yeah, million had but, quit throughout yeah, that whole year. In 2022, 4.5 million quit just in March. And yeah. that's just basically shifting views for the Americans who are viewing work as not what they want, but what they rather see as changed. Um, I know this kind of feels like perhaps maybe the great roaring 20s, but that's that's maybe discussed later. But the great resignation is definitely something that millennials and Gen Z and maybe Gen X and all the following are pushing. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I think the the millennials and Gen Z are really like the are, are leading the the way for this because like I, like we talked about uh, and as I must as Arrow mentioned earlier, you know, a lot of people back then were really focused on the work and living that American dream and now people are more focusing on, you know, the millennials and Gen Z are more focused on their mental health and benefits and spending more time outside of work than spending more time inside inside of work. So we're seeing that big, that big change in society right now. Exactly. And I just, I was just kind of thinking of this right now. Do you guys think that like in the future with all this, um, you know, this remote working people will, you know, start the, this whole like phenomenon, it'll start increasing. Or is it say, say, say that one more time? I did not say that one more time. So, so basically, like, do you guys think that due to this whole great resonation over time, you know, just because people are going remote, they're looking for different opportunities. You know, people are working from one country to another, you know, like, do you think that that this resonation process will increase even more in the future? I think that people are finding a balance. on. So I think what are, what's happening is institutions like these big companies are figuring out what happened so what causes change and they're trying to pivot to these you know to the workers so a lot of companies before you know they had you know workers had like terrible bosses hr didn't care about them whatever there was problems and whatnot and i think these institutions are looking more into these issues that kind of led to this great resignation and they're trying to fix this i mean we're seeing higher increases in wages we're seeing companies take better care of their employees we're seeing mental health become a priority for for the workers and obviously we're seeing a hybrid slash remote work from home type of scenario so i think that right now as far as the corporate side we're going to see the the remote sector and hybrid sector is going to still be the way it is i don't think people are gonna maybe i think we're seeing a resignation level high but i think people are not resigning and not working i think they're just trying to find better institutions so i think it's up to the institutions to you know better their work environments for um, for workers to be happy where they're at right now. Yeah, in yeah. my in my opinion, um, I just want to add something quick. It's it's just something that they have to restructure themselves because this is something new that they've just you know received. This whole COVID pandemic, they didn't really prepare for this, so they have to have this kind of like ball plan, you know. So, I think it'll take time. For sure, but I can relate to the great resignation. Um, I know Franz. And Sagoon, you definitely know about my background, how I used to work remote. Then all of a sudden, my position shifted where they wanted me to be on site for five days a week. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
Hell yeah, it was laughable. I was pretty pissed. The fact that I was working from home and then I had to go on site. And that made me think and reevaluate the situation. I'm like, you know, I'm making the same money, but I'm on site. So technically, with the inflation and the fact that I have to drive, I'm losing money. So it kind of, that was a pushing factor for me. Maybe that could be evaluated for some other people. But I know going forward, that is one thing that maybe the younger generation is looking for in a workplace. And I think definitely that employers need to shift their change. And I know some are, but some aren't. I don't know if they're going to survive, but we'll, we'll wait to see. Also, uh, you know, like about the commuting distance. I mean, as we know, this is this could be for a whole different podcast topic, but also gas prices as well. It's really, really spiked through the roof. So imagine being able to commute like, you know, like for like hours and hours, if you if we were in pre pandemic, you know, situation, but things are that that are remote right now, it's much, much easier, you're saving money time. So I think I think it's good so far. But hopefully this process causes this, you know, this phenomenon to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to add one thing I, I know Franz wants to um, say something. But one other thing, I was looking on LinkedIn and I saw a post by this guy who mentioned that not only has this work from home shift made him realize how important it is to save time, but he realized the value of having his like little kids being able to see every moment of them while growing up. So I think that is one of the biggest things I think a lot of people could also consider is like family relations as far as working from home. Yeah, hundred percent. I think people are taking or realizing that they spent a lot of time at work and they were probably having some sort of disconnect with their family. And I think while we, we saw a lot of negatives with the pandemic and the shutdowns in 2020, um, some good came out of it as well. You know, people trying to reorganize their lives, spending more time with family and whatnot. And I know Sagoon and Arrow had their own experience with the, with the shot of, you know, transitioning from a commute to work to a remote stage uh, working from home. So I know, you know, everyone has their own experience. I actually wanted to talk about how I know arrow talked about how he went from a work from home to working back on site, even though um, it's not something that he was planning on doing, but as the company transitioned to that and that, you know, it really didn't fit in with his lifestyle at that point. And he was even getting paid the same amount. And as we can see another issue that the, Gen Z and millennials are facing is they want higher wages and be compensated for their time. And we can see that also, as Sagoon mentioned, we're seeing higher prices in gas and higher inflation. And well, like I said, like there was some good that came out of the pandemic, whereas in people becoming closer together, especially with their families, we did see some negative side effects, which is the rise of the inflation. So just to state some, just to state a fact really quick to see how this all started the Fed started printing money back 22 months ago. So at the start of 2020, we had currently about $4 trillion of actual paper money in circulation. That doesn't include any credit or money flowing around in the digital system, but this is like cold, hard cash. So we had $4 trillion in circulation. By January of 2021, that number had increased to $6.7 trillion. And then the Fed started going started going to overdrive and by the end of october of 2021 
that number had increased to over $20 trillion in circulation. So think about it. Within the span of like a year and a half, we went from $4 trillion in circulation to over $20 trillion in circulation. And since January 2020, within the last two years, the U.S. has printed nearly 80% of U- all U.S. dollars that are currently in existence right now. And that's all cold, hard cash. Okay, so I know a lot of people and millennials Gen Z are taking this into effect because we're seeing a rise in gas prices, uh, food, everything is pretty much going up in price. Currently, the inflation is at an 8.3% rate. And I'm not sure... the what the speculations are, they're saying that it might be plateauing because as of March, which was the highest at 8.5, it's slowly gone down the last month and a half, two months, not by much, only by two point by 0.2%. But this is the highest we've seen the inflation rate in the last 40 years, which was in the 1980s, where it was, I think, around 13%. But like I said, this is this is what's also leading to resignations currently right now in this year, you know, for people to find better jobs, but also make more money to compensate for the money that they're spending at the gas stations, at the grocery stores and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. The inflation is definitely something we should like. I think that that could be a topic on its own to look into. But um, I know Franz, you know, about like like a quick history about how Germany back in the end of World War One experienced basically a disastrous inflation. Oh yeah, they had a major economic meltdown during that time. I think uh, Arrow is really good with history, but uh, yeah, they. I mean, He's like I said, his- was it was the saying history repeats itself? I know Arrow can talk a little bit more about the economic meltdown. Okay, yeah. yeah. So here, here's the here's a fact. First of all, history is definitely repeatable because. Everybody is bound to do the same thing someone else did. Maybe 10, 20, 30, 40, 100, 200. You're just, the odds are great. So basically at the end of World War I, um, Germany experienced a disaster period of inflation. Uh, in German, what basically meant, meant was that the German government method of financing the war was borrowing heavily and printing large uh, quantities of unbacked currency and this was also like heavily inflated with like the treaty of versailles which was basically the peace treaty with germany and france england and united states and japan and many others that i can't really think of which added to that difficulty and what it really meant so to give you a little quick background in 1919 the german mark was basically 4.2 against a US dollar. But by the time, you know, like World War II, uh, World War One ended and this inflation hit and it was maximum point, it was basically four point two billion. I'm sorry, is that a billion? Um let me double check. Yeah, that's actually four point two trillion. So <laughs> <laughs> Trillion against the dollar. It was so unvaluable that there's a photo back then of kids actually stacking these currencies and making pyramids. You uh, definitely want to watch out for inflation. I want to keep an eye on it. Um, not sure it could also be affected by you know the war in uh, Ukraine and Russia, and you know the 
just the oil market is just being pumped up. That's why we're seeing the gas prices go up. Yeah, I think uh, I think I, I mean, short term, I think the war probably did have some sort of effect. But I think the biggest effect was that the feds printed a lot of money, printed a lot of money during the beginning of 2020 to offset the pandemic crisis that was happening. Like people were being laid off. Businesses were losing money. Everything was shut down. Like I said, people were losing jobs. Businesses were making money. There was a crisis going on. And to connect it back to what happened in in, in Germany, they had an economic downfall. And they, they thought by solving the solution was to print more money, which in turn made made it worse by causing prices to rise. And it took, you know, like a million marks for them to buy a loaf of bread, which is, which is insane. So, um, yeah, and I think Sagoon has something to add. Yeah, also similar thing to like Venezuela as well. When their government started going poof, you know, disappear, uh, all their, it was instability, inflation increased. People had suitcases full of money. Yeah, for sure, Sagoon. So here, I'm sure everybody probably heard about it. It's all over the news, especially it's on Twitter with Elon Musk making an announcement to all his employees that they need to be on site, expected to work 40 hours. And that is because Elon Musk himself works, and I've, I'm sure everybody has heard it, that he even slept in the factory f- to do the job. And I'm not even sure how many hours he sleeps, but the guy is very dedicated. So he that's six hours, six hours a day. Yeah, it's yeah, six crazy. hours, five hours. I'm not wow. sure. Mad dog player right there. Really, oh, yeah. really mad dog player. He, he definitely knows how to play. So, Franz, um, you can... I mean, I mean, I'm not sure if you're gonna be on site working 40 hours, but I know Sagoon is probably, maybe, maybe not. But we could definitely see, just based on Elon Musk's tweet, that we might see some people exit out of Tesla and some people might enter. But who, who's to say? But one thing I'd like to add before I forget is talking about inflation. Elon Musk also mentioned that he has a bad feeling about the economy. Not really sure where he gets his inputs from. But it's definitely an eye to watch what what's going on with like the top leaders of companies and what they see, and being able to anticipate what they see ahead of time, it will be beneficial for us as the workforce. Right, right, one hundred percent. I agree with that. I mean, we could also we could see patterns of what these leaders do, and we can follow what they're doing to you know help protect our our asset and also our or jobs or whatever it might be. So um, I wanted to, before we end the, the, the episode, I wanted to really connect with uh, with Arrow and Sagoon because I know currently you guys are working from home right now, but if you guys were asked to go back into the office or maybe not even hybrid, but go back to a full 40 hours, make that commute, make that one hour, two hour drive, you know, one hour to get there, one hour to come back, drive each day, how would you guys feel about that? And would you guys actually be looking for something different or would you guys uh take on that job still so, um go ahead Zagun. okay yeah so i i want to say i i would not do it i've i've been working from home for over three years i'm already used to it i already have my setup from home just working in the office is just kind of sounds foreign to me in my opinion and it just like the cost like we mentioned before all the gas prices and everything it doesn't really help you know contribute to actually go into the office maybe sometimes maybe once a month maybe that might be good but like going every day like we used to previous of 2020 i don't think that i think a lot of people have the same opinion i have 
Yeah, like I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure Sagun will agree that the dollar bills will be adding up, and uh, <laughs> so so I mean, like imagine if you're home, like, you know what I mean? Like you're saving money on lunch, you're saving money on gas, you're saving time, you're saving money on not buying a suit or oh, a dress. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And then you like you know, re- reverting back to our eighty six thousand four hundred seconds, you know, like I mentioned, you're spending what one point five years of your lifespan in traffic, you're saving that to yourself. And obviously for me, if that happens again, I already told you once I quit, I'm going to quit again. Um, I'm definitely, this is like my life. And I, I know that immortality is something I'm looking for, but let's just stick to what the facts are. No one has lived that long to say they're immortal. So I want to enjoy my life. And if I'm in the office, technically I'll consider that as a prisoner and you're like a little Monopoly player, and you're in a Monopoly board, and then you're in a jail card. So I consider being in office as in jail. That's just my opinion. Everyone's different. Yeah, also, like, let's say hypothetically you had to commute uh, to go to the office. I just thought, like, you know what? I would listen to this podcast, you know? Why not? It was, gives us good knowledge, and you're using your time effectively. But it's, I would say, if I had to go and commute, you know, the long traffic hours, so... Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, great. It was good to hear your guys' input. And I hope that everyone enjoyed our episode today and got a little bit of information and hindsight of what causes great resignation and what led people to leave their jobs and, you know, the the domino effect that led within it. Um, well, that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank Errol and Sagoon on a wonderful discussion and their viewpoints. And I want to also thank the viewers for tuning in. So make sure you check us out on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and rate this episode. And tune in for our next one. See you guys.